Welcome to New Game Netcast, the official podcast of NewGameNetwork.com. This is episode 6 for Sunday, June 10th, 2012, and today is all about E3. We are talking about Microsoft with Splinter Cell, Xbox Glass, Tomb Raider, and Black Ops 2. EA with Dead Space 3 and Crisis 3. Ubisoft with Far Cry 3, Assassin's Creed 3, and Watch Dogs. Sony with Beyond and Last of Us, as well as all other developers that we saw at the show. We'll also touch on things that we never got to see. And finally, we'll have our question of the episode. And again, it's all about E3 2012. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's Sunday, June 10th, and we have just returned from the most exciting show of the year, that is E3 2012, and my name is Alex, joining me today is Matthew. Hello. And Peter. Hello. And this is a bit of a special episode where we'll be talking about all the big news that uh, came out of the show last week, and all kinds of excitement that we've had there. Uh, so, how was the show for everybody, as, as far as news and big announcements are concerned? What do you guys think? Pretty flaccid. Uh, <laughs> okay. There was, there, was, there, was, there, was, there was a couple of interesting announcements, uh, but there didn't seem to be anything absolutely mind-blowing, which I suppose isn't, isn't really a surprise, considering that the new consoles from Microsoft and Sony aren't going to get announced until next year. Or so we think. Or so we think. It could be could be another five years. Who knows? Yeah. And uh, Pete was there. Yes, I was. I I agree with Matt. Uh, there were some interesting new IPs. I think from uh, some of the companies. Uh, as far as like big shocks, there w- there wasn't many. Again, we had a lot of news being leaked, which was a shame. Um, some of the uh, conferences were in some way misjudged by the talent that was brought on, but uh, I guess if the people at home love dancing, then, uh, <laughs> yes. as I said, yeah, if people at home love dancing, then it was a conference for you, I could not move for dancing games and peripheries. Right on, and um, yeah, I think it was good, like you guys mentioned, not many huge announcements and stuff leaking beforehand certainly uh, dampened the spirits a bit, but uh, a lot of, I think, a lot of new gameplay and videos was kind of the theme of the whole uh, show. And sequels. And sequels, yeah. Everything with a number three on the end was yeah. quite popular. And four. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I think it was still uh, kind of enjoyable. And so, for this episode, I think we'll just go through um, the conferences and the publishers and all the big games that everybody had and discuss them in more detail as we go. Nice one. Have you got a new tag tournament? Yeah, Tekken Tag Tournament too. And they had all the... Um, well, they had a presenter guy and they had them on big screens. There were loads of like places you could play it around the centre. They had like a big ass Tekken car and everything. Yeah, it was it was good. It was, it was good to get back into it again. It took me a few matches, but... You're going to get a Wii U version where you can draw a, uh, a moustache on some of the characters and uh, <laughs> oh! interesting features. I'm throwing my money at it now. I can't wait to use that with a tablet. <laughs> what ingenious use of Wii U. Yeah. 
a kind of way. With, with Connect, it'd be interesting, but my God, would you get a workout? Tekken. <laughs> Connectin. Oh, something. Tekken. <laughs> All right. And we'll start with the Microsoft conference. I guess we'll go through these as they were actually happening in real life, real time. So Microsoft uh, put on their show on Monday at the same place as they have uh, for the past couple of years. It's a nice venue, but a little bit out of the way of uh, downtown and the rest of the venues, but we'll talk about that later. And they kicked the show off with Halo 4, which was bombastic and very loud yes. and exciting. Or at least, you know, excitement was forced upon you, no matter, no matter where you were. <laughs> and uh, it's the first thing in footage, which looked pretty good, I think, considering the aging power of the 360. Now we saw that they're kind of going with a new enemy race and new weapons and all that stuff. Although, only thing I have to say about that is it look, looked a little bit like Crisis, somewhat. It also had something, uh, something a little bit Metroid Prime about it as well. The whole yeah. vibe. And then, of course, Splinter Cell Blacklist was announced at Microsoft for, uh, I guess, some prearranged shenanigans. Uh, yeah. And uh, which is, I mean, it looked good, but it's starting to look a lot like all the other Tom Clancy properties with its, yeah, you know, I'm, fast-paced. I, wish, I just wish they'd take Splinter Cell back into the shadows and just have his big glowing three eyes coming out of the shadows. I mean, it looks like it all takes place in daylight now. I spoke to the devs, but I can speak about that later. Oh, right. Well, yeah, we do have a preview coming, I guess we should say, for... Uh, well, Halo 4 preview is already up on the site, and Splinter Cell preview is yeah. coming. So, Pete, you can hint at or what you heard and saw. I can't. Yes. <laughs> like right now? All right. Yeah. So I'll tell you about Splinter Cell. Uh, well, we had the well, we there was the main Ubisoft um, one where we had the gameplay, um, which was just you know good old Sam. I said in my preview that he keeps looking more youthful. So unless he's hit some, he's hit some kind of like you know aging singularity. I honestly and, thought it was a prequel. Yeah, yeah. So, so Dude, because of only young he looks. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I know, man. Well, how, you know, how's he spending that you know fourth echelon money on facelifts or whatever instead of sticky shockers? Uh, so yeah, we had him coming into the camp, um, and then some alachna kind of dialogue, <laughs> and then he kind of you know takes those dudes out. Uh, what you probably didn't see in the the stream, you know, the one they were playing at the conference was that. It was because of the, I'm doing air quotes here, mature direction. Yeah. Um, they had him in the torture scene after he broke that dude's arm, and he, like, stabbed him in the neck. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, that, that's, that's the mature direction of stabbing people. Um, oh, okay. It was that, and we had the, obviously, you know, the free-running kind of but with a gun. where you Yeah, can mark kind of Assassin's Creed bit, where he climbed up the cliff. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I said to them. I said, it's, you know, you can tell it's a Ubisoft studio. Just yeah. in a kind of way, uh, but then when I spoke to the devs, they were saying that they, for this game, they wanted to kind of blow everything out of the water. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a usual tale of you know government insurgents from an Arab nation. Yeah, it just seems kind of bland and similar, like you said, similar to all of Ubisoft's other properties that are kind of based around war and murdering yeah. people. But it, it never changes though. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but the free running thing does does look interesting. I think it's one of those things where it won't look as good when you're doing it until you've mastered it. Yeah. Um, 
I know, and as I was saying, there seems to be a lot of that kind of, you know, that's Red Dead Eye thing, where you mark targets and it, and it kind of does the hard work for you. Yeah. While looking cool, you know, is it really detracting from the gameplay instead of adding? But, unfortunately... Yeah. Yeah, it, didn't... yeah, it doesn't really feel like old Splinter Cell to me anymore. I mean, they had that in the last Splinter Cell game, and it's yeah. all about, I can't, I don't know. They kind of went in the direction trying to make you a fast, like a fast predator. Yeah, that's what I mean. I remember playing the first games, and I like how it deviated from because Metal Gear was its because that was the Xbox's Metal Gear back then. Exactly, yeah. And it, and it was very you know sneaky, but you had the like the arsenal of like sticky shockers, cameras, hacking. There was a real sense of you know yeah. with stealth games, there was that kind of foreboding, ominous. Walking around, not being seen. Now it seems a bit fast-paced. That, that's what it's all about: taking your time in the shadows and planning your perfect, like uh, I don't know, take down. yeah, take down your perfect silent takedown, waiting for a, an enemy to come into the shadows and taking down uh, on an unbeknown to anyone else. But yeah, they said that there would be levels all over the world. Is what we're looking for, both night and day, and interior, interior and exterior. Okay, okay. Um, there was no word on DLC at the moment, but. I can imagine it will no doubt come up. I know. I think it looks interesting. I'll probably give it a whirl, but I would like it to return yeah. to its roots to some degree. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably check it out because I like the franchise, but yeah, yeah, same issues. Oh, and we have the Spy vs. Merc thing coming back as well. Yeah, that was one of the big multiplayer things people were asking for. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and, and I noticed in every conference it was about um, we can hook everything up to everything and we've been listening to people for what they want. That's kind That's of... Not- that was the move of the show, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Tell us what to do, and here's loads of useless peripheries. Connecting, <laughs> connecting devices. To yeah. Saturate yeah. your eyes well, with information from every angle. We'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We will. Um, next up, there was the teaser trailer for Gears of War Judgment, uh, which is going to be, I guess, a prequel of sorts. But yeah. it was uh, it was just a teaser, because obviously releasing it this year it was probably too quick considering Gears 3 just came out last year in the fall yeah. mm-hmm. so this is probably going to be a 2013 title okay. um, is, that, is that any kind of gameplay on the show floor or was no it no. was just that teaser and that's it it wasn't even on the floor really but you know they looked as burly as ever with yeah. necks like <laughs> chunky cinder blocks man yeah uh, we also had uh, Forza Horizon trailer and then we did play that and that was actually the first preview that went live on the site this week. Yep. What's uh, what, what's different about Horizon to the previous ones? Well, first of all, it's open world. All oh, right. Okay. Oh, I didn't so that. yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's looking quite interesting from that perspective. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be off-road as well. So those are all new things to that series. That's mostly been all about you know circuit racing on asphalt. Now you're going to have off-road and day and night cycle for the first time as well, and open world. And is, is, is it open world online, kind of like Test Drive? Or? Uh, no, but there's going to be features where you can uh, you know, jump into other people's games really quickly as you're yeah. driving around the world. Okay. But no, yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually did have that question, because I played Test Drive a little bit myself. Yeah, and I did have that question for him, and he's like, "Well, we tried it, and you know, it didn't really work, and it, you know, yeah. even even for test drive, it didn't really work because there really was some, work that. It didn't work now. Yeah, some some technical some technical problems there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but yeah, it looks quite interesting. And now we've uh, we've come to the smart glass for Xbox mm. 360, <sighs> assaulting your eyes from every device. It is, and. Uh, <laughs> 
the South Park guys that came out a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Made a good joke about it, but uh, I don't know. I guess it sounds kind of like they don't really know what to innovate anymore as far well, as I, connectivity it, goes. And, do you not get the impression it's kind of like, oh, the Wii U's doing this crap, we better jump on that bandwagon just in case it takes Well, off. you know what, though? Wii U is using the thing for actual gameplay. These guys yeah. are just... Is that not possible with smart glass? Um, I don't know, maybe. Is, is, is it kind of periphery information? Is it just extra information? Like I know you give the example of if you're watching Game of Thrones, you can yeah, go yeah. a map of the world of Westeros and Pentos and see where they are within the TV program. Is it that Why? kind of... Or games? I suppose it's possible, but they really didn't didn't uh, really push that angle. I'm guessing yeah. it'd be kind of hard to do because you don't know what kind of tablets people use, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I, yeah, I know the only thing I can really relate to is that you've got a, like an iPhone uh, remote that you can use with iTunes, which has yeah. its own kind of peripheral, and uh, you can scroll through your library. So unless it kind of had some scaled down hood for some extra yeah. thing, I know it'd be it'd be difficult, and it seems like. Um, it's just, you know, kind of redundant, superfluous to have. Um, I know, because I saw the Game of Thrones thing, and I was thinking, like, why why do I want all this extra information? I just want to, you know, I sit know. down and watch an episode or something. I don't need to... It, it's a distraction, yeah. really. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, what, I know in this kind of day, people have, like, a limited attention span, and it's not unheard of to be watching a film and, like, scrolling your iPhone with the other. But, you know, if it's a captivating program, then surely... You don't need all that tablet. It kind of defeats, defeats the purpose of the TV program in itself. Yeah. But um, um, it, I don't know, it could be interesting. If they show some interesting applications and uses within gameplay, then I'd be quite interested. But. Yeah, yeah, and again, it's, it's really more about showcasing the tech now rather yeah. than any kind of uh, killer functionality. Yeah. You know, look look what's look at what's possible, and, you know, who knows, maybe this will translate into the future consoles somehow or whatever, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Tomb Raider guys also came out, and uh, you saw them in the cab as well. Oh yeah, uh, we should tell a quick story, should we, Pete? Yeah, yeah, go. Uh, oh, you go ahead. I'm well, no, we, well, after Xbox, uh, we came outside and we were basically searching for a cab. Everyone was because he was yeah. so far removed from where we had to be. So we and, up- well, we should say that uh, the. For some reason, EA decided not to provide transportation this year. Yeah, yeah. What was with that? Well, it, uh, they, they did, but it was so late that it kind of made it redundant. And it was like one bus, so I don't know how people even fit on that thing. Yeah, we, so we were running up the road into this kind of area we didn't know, trying to look for a cab. And uh, we eventually found one, didn't we? And then we hopped in. And we were going down the road, and we saw, because there was room for others, so we saw these guys, and the taxi driver said, should we give him a lift? And we went, sure, because we're all going to the same place. And it was the guys from Crystal Dynamics, and uh, oh, right. we ended. Yeah, yeah, we ended up, and they paid for the cab, and oh, uh, just charged it for a business expense. And then we ended up seeing the guy, his name was Kyle, uh, doing the playthrough of Tomb Raider later on, and fielding the, you know, the questions and everything. So that was a, a nice little something to see. So that was cool. cool. It was a story to tell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice, uh, guys, nice, guys. nice guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of Tomb Raider, so it was cool to see them. And uh, I guess for the game itself, uh, there was a new gameplay trailer that was at the Xbox conference, uh, mm-hmm. which showed Lara, uh, you know, she stopped crying, she's just blowing <laughs> over the shotgun now. She stopped yeah. screaming and whining. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, so what I know. So, and that's, yeah. that's actually kind of... Uh, so I watched a female tennis. Yeah, it was. 
That was one of the issues I mentioned actually in the preview, which is live now on the site. Um, <laughs> basically, I don't know how they're going to handle that, you know, because they start off the game with her totally, I guess, relatable, you could say. Uh, you know, she's, she doesn't know what's going on, she's all weak and hurt and whatever. But then this trailer that we saw, it's uh, all out action now, you know. Yeah, they seem to be trying to make it slightly more gritty and realistic. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was a point in the trailer where it looked like she was almost going to get raped before she got out of the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a bit strange. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, you know, um, she broke down, but she was still in a camp full of, like, you know, enemies. So, <laughs> so just a practical one. <laughs> no, um, which which is fair enough. I've To be honest, I've not seen many games. I've only saw one. It was Tales of... Um, Tales of the Abyss, where they had someone, where they had to play a character kill another human, but like, that was it went on for quite a while. The kind of you know, should we, shouldn't we kind of thing. I think it's difficult to pull off. Uh, I think it's uh, interesting uh, trying to do that. I think that's quite yeah, cool. Yeah. Trying to, I don't know, characterize it, give them more more of a personality instead of just a pair of boobs. Yeah, well, that's scaled them down as well. That's fine, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how do they go from that to the all the shotgun wielding action that we saw in the trailer? You know, it's gonna be they're yeah. gonna have to have some reasonable time to translate between those two states of a character in the game. What, hopefully, what, what did you guys think of the uh, the gameplay? Well, we didn't get any hands-on time, okay. uh, but we did see a lot of uh, well, an, an extended demo that wasn't shown anywhere else. It, 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 okay. it looks quite cool, but I remember I remember seeing a bit. Where she's 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 in a parachute and she's going through some trees and she's kind of struggling. She hasn't got the parachute on properly, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and it, it, it like everything was looking good up until then. But she kind of hits the trees and then she does a twirl and it hurts her and she screams, of course. And she did it about three times. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And it just looked too gamey in a way, kind of like yeah, that was that was on rails. Realistic. So. It seemed too much like I don't know, just purely a video game element instead of fitting within the world of realism, like how we would actually work in the real world. So I kind of broke it a bit, but what I did, was interesting. Yeah, but what I did notice is that uh, in a lot of the games we saw, the protagonists just got the, uh, you know, the ever-loving spit just constantly beat out of them. They were constantly being prodded in the back to go to different places and getting further and further injured to a point where, you know, you couldn't finish level because you wouldn't be able to stand. You know, all your bones would be broken. And, was this is this specifically Tomb Raider, or are you talking about General E3? Well, Tomb Raider looks like it because of the you know realistic angle that they put on everything, right? Yeah, but, but, but she, she, there's realism, and then there's taking so much damage that yeah. it would be practically you know impossible to continue. It was in that as well, because um, Tomb Raider, I know she cause she went through a hell of a lot, man, um, yeah. for the gameplay. Um, it was also in uh, the the Sleeping Dogs as well, and um, just you know pretty much. Every kind of action-oriented game was constant action. There was no, there was no kind of like pause or anything. But yeah. I, I, I assume that was for you know the effect of you know showing your best bits. But you know, this, I think pacing was uh, thrown out of the window. Yeah. <clears throat> Matthew mentioned how it looked a little bit uh, gamey for some sections, and actually that's still a concern I think because uh, Tomb Raider it still has a lot of QTEs, man. Yeah, oh, it was quick time events. Yeah, but they try not to call them that. They call them context sensitive events. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's it's still yeah, it still has a lot of those. So, but we'll see how it turns out. 
I, th I think it's there because um, they need to try and make sure you can interact with the action instead of actually moving the pad. I think that's what yeah. they're trying to do. See, I, I honestly uh, don't mind QGs that much if they're well integrated and they're actually relevant. I mean, take something like God of War, which has got loads of QTEs, but they're all kind of necessary because you can't pull those actions off, I yeah. don't know, with, with the normal controls. Mm. It's just, if they're not really relevant to the situation, we get a bit, little bit ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, next up, we saw some, uh, I think it was a gameplay and CGI of uh, Resident Evil 6. Yeah. yeah. by a couple of uh, developers there. It, it was kind of, they came on stage, here is Resident Evil 6. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. the introduction. Oh, yeah. was, <laughs> they didn't want to struggle with the English, so they just... I, I, I don't blame them. They went cut to the chase. I wish more people were like that, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it was. I think it was Resident Evil fashion. It was obviously, and again with that, it was just action, 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 run, 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 yeah. zombie, zombie, zombie. Uh, which was, you know, I'll, I'll end up buying it because I like Resident Evil. Um, Did you like Five? Uh, five was it? Direction. It was alright. See, for me, Four was um, a, a great horror game with some good action elements. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Five was kind of like a mediocre horror game and a mediocre action game. Yeah. And this seems like it's it seems like it's going even more actiony to me, which I don't know if I like that direction for the franchise. If it's a good action game, then fair enough. But <clears throat> yeah, we do have a preview up already. Yeah, yeah. So was... check check it out. <laughs> yeah, it was me. I was I was going on about it. Uh, next up, uh, we saw, of course, Dance Central 3 and yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody to get up and up and up and up. Dance puppets, dance. And yeah, it was it was kind of funny that uh, nobody really even shifted from their seat. Well, no, 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 no one's going. Although I, I wasn't really looking back because uh, Pete and I were kind of on the floor there uh, yeah. in front of the stage. Maybe people in the back in the stands were dancing, but we didn't see. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they, they certainly were. But uh. Yeah, uh, I guess he didn't really. Ashley didn't know what kind of uh, shindig right. he was walking into with that. But uh, yeah, it was it was entertaining though. You can't you can't say anything about it. It was entertaining. I did see you shifting in your seat. Uh, a little bit. Thank you. Interested in Dan Central Three? Yes, I'm going. I've pre-ordered it now and all the DLC. <laughs> and learning the Usher moves as we speak. I am. In a, <laughs> well, in a blast. you know what? I mean, to be fair, it sells. So what are you gonna do? It yeah. does sell. Yeah. And uh, finally, concluding the conference was actually Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which uh, is actually known for opening the Microsoft uh, conferences, but I guess they got pushed by Splinter Cell and all the, all the Halo. other Halo. Halo as well. Yeah, Halo, sorry. Well, Halo is their, their kind of flagship. Isn't yeah. It? So, so uh, but nonetheless, I mean, they have that exclusive agreement uh, with Microsoft, so... For DLC. Uh, yeah, for DLC. So they should be fine at the end as well. Yeah. And it was interesting, I think, futuristic, whatever. Yeah, well, obviously we saw more in the theater later, didn't we? Yeah, see, I've heard some quite interesting things about Black Ops 2, what they're doing with the new gameplay. I mean, I mean, Stalker. yeah, they've got some interesting new gameplay features. I'm not sure that the demonstration on stage really showed that, though. It looked kind of samey as all the other ones, kind of like, I don't know, roller coaster ride, looking at loads of things. Yeah, this is true, but. Madam President. Uh, <laughs> To be fair, I mean, if uh, I think it's pretty clear at this point that uh, if anybody is going to push the franchise forward, it's going to be Treyarch and not, yeah, yeah. And not the uh, Modern Warfare guys. So I think it'll be, uh, you know, I, I think Black Ops 1, actually, 
had the best Call of Duty story single player of any of them. In, in my opinion, so uh, well, I'm looking forward to this one. This one does span from the 80s, I think you were saying, to 2025. So I'm not oh, sure really? if it, yeah, I'm not sure if it's a single protagonist. Or I'm guessing it'll be a couple because oh, no, multiple protagonists. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the stalker mode. I know Alex would know a bit more about that because you're more into RTSs than I am. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, it's kind of like uh, you, you God mode thing. God well, you know, you just you, you basically have a bunch of missions where uh, you can just hover around above the battlefield and direct your troops. Yeah, and okay. that's it. That's uh, you can jump at any moment into, into any of them. Yeah, um, that's cool. Possess them. But yeah, did it, did, it, did it work well? Or? Well, we didn't get a chance to play it. It wasn't playable. It seemed to work. The guy knew what he was doing anyway. It seems fairly simple, you know. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing super complex. But again, yeah. I mean, they are trying with whatever. Yeah, I, ju- I just find it interesting that they are actually taking a chance and a risk um, changing some of the gameplay. Well, like, no, to be fair, the these are. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't call it a risk because these are going to be optional, like spec ops missions or whatever. All oh, right, it's not integrated into the. No, story. no, no, no. Oh, it's not. Oh, oh, yeah. Shit. Just the story is still pretty much, you know. The same, um, but you've, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure who the main enemy is now because I know there's loads of robots, but I'm not really a fan of shooting metal. Uh, well, they mentioned him by name. I think it's some guy yeah. who stole the keys. So whoever that yeah. is, I know he'll, he'll be from you know some eastern place. No, I think his name was like South American or something. All oh, right, but well, you know, if one of them pick one of the main enemy enemy groups. Yeah, you won't be American. <laughs> he certainly won't be. No, no, not while I'm still alive, and I still hold that flag proudly. <laughs> Yeah, but they didn't say anything about the multiplayer, though, which was interesting. Well, yeah, but you yeah, know we what? Saying, they usually leave it until a little bit later for that. Really? Yeah. Yes. They're not going to have one this year. They're just going to concentrate on a single player. <laughs> <laughs> My God, the millions of fanboys. <laughs> Next up, we went up to Electronic Arts, who were not kind enough, as we mentioned, to provide transportation, so we hauled over there. Um, and we made it, and they started things off with Dead Space 3 gameplay mm-hmm. and revealing that it's going to be uh, co-op and all kinds of, uh, I guess, getting eaten by a big ghostly. Yep. And people were really excited about that one in the theater there. Multiplayer, horror game, uh, yeah, I don't know. It could be all right. It depends how they implement it. Uh, Resident Evil 5 cut me off multiplayer in horror games. But um, as I understand it, um, it's it's never going to be an AI-controlled partner, is it? Am I right there? I don't actually have the details on that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think it only ever will be uh, two players, so cooperative gameplay, which could be interesting. I'm quite happy they're not doing an AI because, I don't know, Sheva kind of ruined Resident yeah. Evil 5. Well, that's because she was crap AI, so if they did a good one, then maybe that might work. That, that is that is what I brought up with um, the, the Capcom producer guy. I said uh, the AI, AI was sketchy last one. He said it's been improved, and like I said in the preview, it, it, it you know it did look a bit better. Yeah, yeah, I read that. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's all I don't know. It's all open space now, so it's really yeah. more towards but, action now. I think. But but Dead Space Three, um, it, I don't know. It, it kind of seems too soon to bring another Dead Space out. Um, but it looks it looks cool. It's standard Dead Space gameplay. Um, it's crazy how much it looked like Lost Planet 3 and Lost Planet 3. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, it sucks to be Lost Planet 3 because I kind of got forgotten. 
Uh, next, there was uh, some SimCity gameplay, which... SimCity uh, Social, don't forget that. Hitting no, up on Facebook. Let's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> wait to trade stuff with my friends for imaginary points. Well, okay, we should... The trailer was actually funny because they were talking about the, 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 you know, dissing Phil or whatever, Cityville, whatever. Farmville. Yeah, Farmville, all those games that were trying to make fun of In the new SimCity, you can uh, build curved roads now, so you can build European cities. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be amazing. That isn't even a word, but it's going to be crazy. Uh, next was Battlefield 3 Premium, which kind of leaked basically of the show. Sorry, what was that? Sorry, no, I was just doing the Battlefield 3 sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. So, yeah, they're just basically putting in the same thing as uh, Call of Duty Elite, although they're arguably offering more content because they have the expansion packs and uh, weapons and tons of maps and all that that's going to be all included in that price. But, yeah, that was that was revealed a few days ago. It's not really a shocker. Yeah, I suppose if you're into Battlefield, then it may be right yeah. there, Ali. If you love Battlefield, fair enough. Uh, I found it kind of strange how they showed that before, just before they came out and showed Medal of Honor. <laughs> well, that was actually after. Oh, was it? Oh, Yeah, it was right following. Well, yeah, it's weird how they put them two together. Yeah. Well, I, I guess they're, you know, shooters, money and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still got a terrible name. I think War, Warfighter is a... What does that even mean? You fight a you war. Fight war. Yeah, but it's like, oh, God. It's like Battle Killer or something. Even though that arguably sounds better. And yeah, there was the Warfighter gameplay trailer. And then uh, UFC signed with the Sports. And the Dan... Is that his name? Dan something? The big guy. Yeah, Yeah, the big guy showed up. Yeah, Dana. Dana White. There we go. He showed up, said, hey, what's up? You're going to love this. You know, so it's all good. And that's that's the license that they got from THQ. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, that same morning, uh, THQ said that they're gonna let go a bunch of people because <laughs> because they sold the license and so they don't have that game anymore to develop. Yeah. Uh, well, they're having financial troubles, aren't they, THQ? Next up was Need for Speed Most Wanted, which we will have a preview of, and I love that. Well, I have come to enjoy pretty much everything that Criterion does. Uh, although my one complaint is why call it the same thing as they already had, you know, they already yeah. had Need for Speed Most Wanted. Yeah, it's kind of, why didn't they call it Need, need, for, need for Speed Burnout? Well, <laughs> yeah, or, you know, Most Wanted 2 or something like that. Or More Wanted, like Most Wanted, like Die Hard. Yeah, More Wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could work. More Wanted. Yeah. So that, uh, more wanted. <laughs> that looked pretty good, and we'll have a preview of that. We had some uh, hands-on time, and we actually had some footage captured as well. Uh, Crisis 3, again, just more gameplay, uh, setting the release date for uh, February next year, and we do have a preview live already. We had some hands-on time, which is the same level of the show to the conference, but uh, we got to play through it. So. Pretty cool. All about the bone arrow. Uh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Inevitably. Is it any good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It's classic Crisis gameplay. Uh, not much has changed, which is fine. You know, it's a formula that works. Uh, as long as they give you more sandboxes like the original title had, you know, because Crisis 2 didn't really have that much stuff to do or explore. It was so, more linear, wasn't it, Crisis 2? Yeah, it was more linear. So uh, hopefully this one will have more open space, at least they will. So uh, 
Yeah. It's a bit sad, but did, did, have you heard the news that uh, Crytek has announced they're only going to make free-to-play games from now on? I, I saw that. Did uh, uh, they didn't say anything uh, about Crisis 3 in that regard, did they? Well, they said that apparently that after they finish Crisis 3 and all the current okay. projects, they're going to switch to free-to-play, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't yeah, know. but it depends how long the project lasts. That could be like a five-year thing, you know? Yeah. That would be interesting, though. So be... basically, everyone's going free to play, but on a premium basis where you can buy stuff to try and exactly. build, build cash for longer. Oh, it seems to be working. So Ubisoft. Oh, very good. <laughs> That's our next topic. Uh, yeah, so Ubisoft tried to outdance Microsoft <laughs> with uh, Just Dance Four. That uh, was fantastic. Awesome. Cool. Well. You gotta give him credit that the guy uh, didn't say anything about getting up. He just said, "Put your hands up," and it actually worked. Everybody yeah, else... slow, slow right here. Whips the crowd into a frenzy. Yeah, <laughs> that actually worked. Everybody was waving their hands and all that stuff. But yeah, it was short and sweet, which was, I think, worked. Instead of like a full song, it was just you know snippets. So yeah, I was happy with that. And then we had the Far Cry demo with uh, Out of Nowhere. Unity, so I was like, whoa, man, this is a kid's show, isn't it? Oh, maybe not. And in- incidentally, that was when my fly broke on my pants, um, <laughs> and it was bro- broken for the rest of the day. Uh, Are you being we- serious? Oh, yeah, yeah, it broke. It, it-, it just came Why out. Why did your fly just spontaneously break? <laughs> I, I don't know. It was it was the it was the jeans I was wearing. I don't know why. They were nice, form fit jeans, and then just one thing happens, and then are they I, particularly I, tight jeans, or was this? Well, you know, they kind of cut off the blood flow if I sat for too long. But, uh, I, but <laughs> you know, I changed them later, thank goodness. Because it was, it was good to had a long T-shirt on. Because you know, it was if I didn't, I don't know. Because I was, I was I was looking for a safe. I was looking for a safe. This would have fallen out. <laughs> I was yeah. sitting there pretending not to understand what's going on and just pay attention to the show. Yeah, but um, yeah. So back back on topic. Yeah, Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry, anyway. I think it looks quite cool, Far Cry 3. Yeah, I, I've never really followed it that much, but it seems it's getting in, like, crazy territory. Oh, yeah, and that, that was a trend as well. Everyone swears now in... Um, yeah, every, that's not every, necessary, really. Every, every, everyone drops F-bombs everywhere. Well, they've got game. that crazy, crazy mental antagonist character in Far Cry 3 who's, I don't know, on acid permanently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's just too much swearing, really. What's the point? And I did think it adds maturity, but I don't know. They're a bit heavy-handed in sometimes. The maturity. Yeah. Well, the thing with that is actually something that I've been wondering about. Um, when they first announced Far Cry 3, actually last year at E3, and from then till now, I think they rebranded a lot of their marketing around that, you know, the crazy guy because Character, yeah. because of how well it took off. Yeah, I don't actually know if that was the original goal, you know, but it seems like they're really running with it. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd agree with you there. It does seem like they've done that quite a bit. It's all centered around him now. Any particular reason? Just because people liked him, or I think so. I think it took off really well at uh, E3 2011. Yeah. Oh, right. what, did you think, what, what, what did you What did you think of the gameplay? Um, personally, I, I think it looks like it's kind of going back to the original a little bit more. I mean, the the first one was set in on like tropical islands, just just like this is. Uh, the second one went to Africa somewhere. 
The second one wasn't really very similar to the first one at all, but this looks kind of like a, a, somewhere in between the second and the first game. In terms of freedom of gameplay, like how you approach situations, yeah, yeah. having a vast open area that you can As traverse a- by any means possible. We had a chance to play actually both single player and co-op, uh, yeah. which was the same thing that was shown at the conference. Yeah. But uh, it plays, you know, it plays all right, I guess. Yeah. I think it, I, I wasn't that excited for it before E3, and what I saw at E3, I thought it looked really cool. Like I, I like that what Far Cry. Um, one got right and two didn't do as much as like the freedom and like the ability to approach each situation any way you want. Like it's it's kind of like I suppose crisis. Yeah, so it's more like that. So I, I'm hoping they go back in that direction because that was what I liked about the series. Yeah, it seems like it will. And you know, lessons learned from Far Cry 2 and all that stuff. If that's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raymond Legends was also there, and that was actually focused on. It's Wii U functionality over yeah. the game itself. Uh, yeah, um, it's kind of shocking that Nintendo didn't really, I don't know, bring out Rayman Legends in their in their press conference because it's kind of it's it's definitely taking on some of the Wii U's unique capabilities uh, and creating some interesting gameplay around it. Uh, aside from that, just generally as a platformer, it looks brilliant. It looks, I mean, I, I loved Rayman Origins. Such a like, it was such a brilliant platformer. It looked absolutely beautiful. Uh, such a quirky title. Um, yeah, it looks more of the same, really. Just wish it was working on Beyond Good and Evil too. But <laughs> yeah, one day, one day in in the near future, hopefully. Assassin's Creed Three was the next big show. Oh man, that looks brilliant to me. I don't know. What do you guys think? It's gonna have a lot of V-shaped trees. <laughs> well, yes. I thought they did that. Well, I, I, they could have had a situation where all the trees were at right angles, perfect angles. <laughs> but I, yeah, I think they, like, they look great. The free running around the trees to me, like the new yeah. animation stuff, that, that looks really good. I think it, it looks interesting. I think it's good that they've at least taken it to a new kind of time period. I'm not sure where the story's going to go or in what crazy direction. Yeah, that's one thing I'd worry about. I don't know if the whole well, like the whole thing. It. Whole, well, yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> whole <laughs> animus thing, but um, yeah, it's an interesting time period to set it in, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I like uh, I like the uh, look of having wildlife, and it, it kind of looks like it's taken some inspiration from Red Dead Redemption in that regard, which yeah. you know, be a good thing. Mm, definitely. Did you guys see the uh, naval warfare demo? Yes, we did. We did. Because that looked. That looked brilliant. That looked amazing. I mean, graphically and like what you were doing. It has dynamic weather and everything. I, I don't know how far you can free roam. Particularly. Uh, the guy told yeah, me that it's going to be limited, so he can just drive out to sea or whatever. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> drive to sea. To the ocean. <laughs> he go back to land. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, I don't, the only thing is, will it become a bit dry after a while and repetitive? But it looks cool that you can actually board the ship. That's what I was waiting for. Yeah. Um, to see, which is cool if you could like free roam and like get I don't know upgrades or whatever from it, you know, money and just like you know ransack ships and stuff, which uh, seems yeah. interesting. Like yeah. GTA of the waves. Um, GTA. But well, then they're not, they've taken out all of the um, uh, like uh, city building stuff that they had in the previous two games. Yeah, that that's, that seems pointless. Yeah, which I, I kind of like the fact they've done that, and, and hopefully they're not going to have tower defense stuff like they had in the last game, Revelation. <laughs> Sounds annoying. 
Yeah. If you just but, keep um, it straight, what it was. Yeah, I, I think I think they they need to have good mission variety in that mm. game. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing that hindered the first game massively, but the second game did improve upon that. And I yeah. think they've got good opportunity to because they've got like the variation in um, in setting. They've got like the wildlife, the the landscape, the like countryside areas, and they've also got the city areas. Well, not cities, mm-hmm. but towns, uh, colonies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of scope, but uh, I guess we'll have to have to see. We, we, nobody could get any hands-on time with it, could they? I can't uh, it was well. Um, the best we could do was well, multiplayer was hands-on, yeah. Oh, but it was just multiplayer. Yeah, but has, uh, that, has that, that changed much from um, from the previous multiplayers? Uh, not really. Oh. I actually didn't get any time with it. Um, I saw flickers of it. It didn't look too particularly different, except for the locations. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we did have a, a session where you know the guy was uh, playing it for me, and oh, I was right. right next to him, and he was telling me right. about the game. Um, you know, so to see it running live, it looks pretty good. The, the naval combat, like I said, is pretty good, mm. uh, as you guys said, I guess. Yeah, so it's all live gameplay, right? So it's not scripted, and you can steer the ship as you will. Yeah. And the cool thing about it is, it's not that you're, you know, controlling a boat, you know, go this direction. You're actually still controlling the main character, who, yeah. is, who is steering the ship. And then, you know, if he wants to go for, you know, faster, you push up, but. Uh, you don't just go faster. What happens is, you know, you're screaming the people to raise the sails, and they raise the yeah, sails. Cut that jib. Yeah, and so they do all these things. So you're you're kind of like controlling little little uh, army of people that steer the ship for you, rather than That's just. So. so it doesn't give you direct control of the ship. It's your. Yeah, that would be too arcadey, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like, I like the fact that they've taken that direction with it. Yeah. So I thought it was really impressive, like just going up the waves and how it all affected, and it just looked really good. Shoot many or demo showed up. It was cool, free to play. They had some uh, quote professional gamers unquote show up and <laughs> play a totally non scripted match, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it looked to be non scripted. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's uh, it looks alright for uh, for fans of that uh, mania series of games. And uh, the big announcement of an original <laughs> IP is Watch Dogs. One of the very few big surprises of the show. Yeah, yeah. Right. very few. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, actually kept that quiet, like pre-show. Uh, like they didn't leak beforehand. It seemed like if anything was going to, it'd be one of them. But I guess that's what made it work in the end, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what did you think of the actual gameplay demonstration? Well, we unfortunately didn't get to see anything different than what was already shown uh, at the show. I think it was good. Uh, I was really intrigued. Uh, yeah. Reminded me, I guess, a bit of uh, Deus Sex. Yeah, I got that. I definitely yeah. got that. Uh, but, uh, and then, you know, at the very end, oh, it's multiplayer. Oh. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know if it should work. It sounds like they had. See, a... it, it was a very impressive demo, but it's all like pre, well, not scripted, but it was all pre figured out clearly just to make yeah. it look really impressive. I, I, I really don't know if I can see it playing that smoothly in real life when I get my hands on the computer. Well, uh, we got to see it behind closed doors, which was the same demo as they had at the show. But yeah. uh, they talked a little bit more about it. So they said, you know, the cell phone thing to distract people from the door, that was just one of the ways to get in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like the whole freedom of choice thing there. So they, you know, they're going to have like some side entrances and other things in there. So like Deus Ex. I'd be interested to hear this, uh, what the actual story is behind it. 
Yeah, um, it's quite an interesting uh, concept because well, it's mm. kind of relevant to our modern day life, I suppose. Like, yeah, that's, that's what you're saying. All of your information is stored on the web somewhere. Um, and yeah, the, 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 basically the, the cities are now kind of controlled by um, some computer system. I'm, I'm not sure if it's... No, I don't think it's an AI, is it? Um, they've got some kind of uh, computer system to control the entire city and you can basically hack into that and manipulate it in different ways. So that's what the gameplay is based around. So it's, it's a cool idea, uh, kind of mm. relevant for our modern day lives, I suppose. Um, just kind of in, quite interesting to see uh, more of it, really. I think that was what made it such a good demonstration, is the fact that it left everyone so intrigued but um, mm. really impressed by what they did show. It's quite candid, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a good word for it. They haven't announced any uh, platforms yet. Yeah, that was the interesting... Well, well one of the <laughs> most interesting things about it, wasn't it? Because everyone's speculating that it's on next-gen tech. Mm. It looked nice, but I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I wouldn't go no, that yeah, far. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you could see that running on a 360 or a PS3 if the graphics were downgraded, I think. It depends, depends how big the open world is as well. Yeah, there is uh, that. No, this had 2013, so we'll see. Yeah. yeah. And that's it for Ubisoft. <laughs> Mr. Caffeine. Uh, next up, we headed to Sony, which was the final conference of the day. And uh, I guess they didn't really have surprises that didn't leak before E3, but I made sure to avoid any leaks. So when, uh, you know, Beyond came on and uh, mm. David Cage was there, I was really excited because I treasure heavy rain and uh as much as i have a uh a negative feeling towards ellen page um really <laughs> where's that come from um, <laughs> i'm gonna look forward to beyond just for the game that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> what's this hatred for ellen page uh, it's just it's a personal thing i don't know i don't <laughs> i never liked her as an actor Really? So, yeah. I was just kind of... I'm so torn between wanting to be really hyped up for this game and then realize that she's in it. Hatred, you're pure, unrelenting hatred for Ellen Page. Because David Cage was talking about her, and like just before the gameplay video came on, and he was banging on about how she was a great like actress, yeah. and had such range, and then like when the preview came on, he was her sitting in a chair for like five yeah, minutes, <laughs> saying, saying nothing. Yeah. That is range, when you just sit there and don't do anything. Dynamic. Yeah, yeah, and then you know people were, you know, swearing because she's all mature and stuff. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not as hyped up as Alex is. I'm a bit skeptical of David Cage. See, I, 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 I quite like it because it's going to be kind of different. I kind of like Heavy Rain was. I've, I've never played <laughs> Heavy Rain properly. I played bits of it. Uh, the way I understand it, though, it's going to have more of a commonly video game element to it in the fact mm-hmm. that. Play like her soul or something. It's a spirit that you play. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Yeah, it definitely seems a lot more like a proper game than Heavy Rain was. Yeah. The, the, the problem, I think the problem is the concept is too. I think it's. I don't think you'd be able to pull it off. Um, you know, especially with like you know such a big question as that. It, I think it'll just descend into a white light at the end of a tunnel. Really. Thing. You know, I'd, and for some reason there was Louis C.K. who played the cop. That, that's all I could think of when I saw him <laughs> on the trailer. I'm interested. I'm interested to check it out. See what it's like yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Mm. I like the fact he's doing something different. Yeah. 
I just don't, I don't know. Heavy Rain kind of, it works in bits, but then there's bits where it just broke a little bit because it's a video game, and to tell a narrative within a video game is delicate art because of how video games are played. All right, um, next was PlayStation Battle Royale. And that's really not something that I can speak to because I've never really been into those kind of uh, you know, like mashers or whatever. Bone mashers. Well, you know, I mean, this is this is coming from the uh, Super Mario Smash whatever territory. Smash Super Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, so that's not really my thing. But uh, uh, I'm I'm um, it's a blatant rip off, clearly, but <laughs> I'm still quite looking forward to it because. I love Super Smash Brothers, and I just wish I could play it online properly and have it work with my friends. So I'm kind of excited for the purely for the fact that uh, I imagine it's going to have a far more robust and like steady online um, component than Super Smash Brothers has. And they announced some new characters for it, didn't they? Um, yeah, Big Daddy and Nathan Drake, was it? Yep. I don't know what Drake's going to do. Like, speak smack to them, and that's going to, like... <laughs> chat chat them off. Yeah, yeah, especially Fat Princess. Charm them. Charm Fat Princess. Charm, charm the pants off them. <laughs> a good laugh. Right on. And then uh, another big PSG exclusive, The Last of Us from Naughty Dog. Yep. Got a new gameplay trailer. Yeah. I think it's interesting they're still not showing the um, the, the fungal human people, um, their version of zombies yet. They're oh, still yeah. showing combat with um, the other survivors. Yeah. You could tell it was on the same engine that I think he was on. Uh, that oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's on the same engine. It wasn't I still think it looks great. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I like the whole tone of it. Um, it's more serious tone than Uncharted. Um, I like the brutality of it. I think it suits it. Yeah, well, post-apocalyptic. It's Britain on the yeah. 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 I think it looks. it's got to have great gameplay, but that's that's one thing I'm probably looking forward to the most is just the tone, the setting, and how they deal with the relationship between the father and the daughter. Is, is uh, that how they're related? Oh, no. I thought it was. Yeah, uh, I actually don't know. Are oh, they just they're, like they're random? random? I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're uh, related. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they might not be. Uh, I, I read a lot of things. People saying they were getting kind of like a Walking Dead vibe from it. I'm not sure if I kind of get the same vibe as Walking Dead. It's, of course, it's similar. Cause it's saying like. Um, post-zombie apocalypse, but um, yeah. I'm not sure if it's kind of the same as that, but I don't know, I haven't played it, so we'll see. Yeah, when, when, is it 2013 release, obviously? But, uh, yes, I think oh, uh, I think so. There was uh, speculation. Because people were playing it behind closed doors, if you select people, because people wondered if it was scripted, and they were saying that people got the same results uh, when they were doing it by themselves, or there were different ways to do things. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that it wasn't scripted and that like the early. That, I, th- I think that's. I don't know. If, not sure if it's confirmed or it's still rumor, but interesting. Uh, but you know, it shouldn't be too difficult. They're just like events which are brought on by certain circumstances. I don't think it's yeah, anything yeah, new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it'll. I you know, just the the amount of polish that Naughty Dog puts into their games really kind yeah. of makes the world for them. So I'm just really looking forward to that. I think it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, that was it for Sony. Yeah, well, well what about Wonderbook? I think, I don't know, it's interesting um, to interact with a book. I know the thing is with a book for me is that it's always about how you imagine stuff and how you see things played out in your head. Um, but I, I think it would work. But the thing is, it'd have to be with, uh, you know, specially made titles for it and stuff like that. It, yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah, I think it would make quite an interesting um, 
kids toy. I could see kids loving it, but unless there's any real like Game of Thrones, amazing <laughs> game that they can dig out of it, or yeah, make like I don't know, a mature series game for us that that utilizes it in some way. Yeah, I can't really see myself being that interested. Yeah. All right, now we're done. <laughs> and last, <sighs> and and potentially least, <laughs> with that sigh, as uh, Nintendo. Nintendo. And we should say that um, ahead of the show, they said that, you know, they're not going to have the price or the release date, which is fine. Yeah, and that's, <clears throat> that's kind of how they started their conference. They said, we're not going to have these things. That's fine. But then they said, well, let's focus on the games. And oh, they God. didn't really have any. Oh, well, well, they focused on some games, but those games look pretty terrible. I mean, they had, they, they kicked things off with, uh, well... Batman was probably the biggest one there. Pikmin as well. Oh no, Pikmin! I, I would say that the way they opened the show, I thought it was going to be brilliant. I thought it was going to be an onslaught of like I don't know all the Nintendo franchises on the Wii U, yeah, really yeah. cool gameplay, and then I thought they might have a bunch of big third-party announcements. But <sighs> Pikmin was pretty much it. I mean, um, Pikmin Mario as well. Yeah, but uh, that I just I'm tired of the. <laughs> Bringing back 2D Mario, yeah, great. It's still the same old shit. I want to see like a, a new, a new game in in the vein of Mario Galaxy or Mario 64, like the proper Mario, like the central Mario's. I want to see something like that, but I don't know. Pikmin, Pikmin for me looked great. I love Pikmin, but um, apart from Pikmin, uh, what else did they have? I mean, they they spent about ten minutes on Batman Arkham City, which is a Greenland. Greenland or Nintendo Land or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, they had Nintendo Land, and they spent another ten minutes explaining how Pac-Man works. Here are the fireworks, and here you play games. <laughs> in their minigame compilation. Well, one of the most annoying things was how much time Reggie dedicated to saying, we just don't have enough time to talk about all our games within this conference. And then he didn't really talk about that much, which was just painful. I mean, they felt, they felt the need to have a pre-conference conference. To tell us about the Miiverse, which is a cool concept, but there is no... You're not telling me that they couldn't have fitted that into the press conference and shaved off some of the Nintendo Land section. (laughs) Just pointless. That was a behemoth of time. Yeah. I don't know, it was just really... I don't know, it just really badly judged press conference... that just went massively downhill after Pikmin and didn't really have any, many exciting announcements. I mean, for, for the fact that Wii U is coming out later this year, you would expect them to have so much more to show. And I think everyone did before the show, but they really didn't bring it, really. They didn't show enough, I don't think. And I think uh, particularly people were excited for the third-party lineup, as you mentioned. Yeah, and okay, I, I like how all, it would have been cool if they could have announced that, oh yeah, we've got Bioshock Infinite on the Wii U, we've got uh, GTA V on the Wii U. I mean, there's no reason why their console can't run those games anymore. But no, they show Batman Arkham City, a game that... Armored the, Edition. Yeah, oh yeah, Armored Edition. It, <laughs> well, it should be called Shiny Edition, if you see what yeah. it but um, it's just a game that like millions of us have already played. Who's going to rebuy it? Why? I mean, oh, Control... Batarang. Batarang. Batarang with your, with your Wii U gamepads, gyroscopes. Oh, fabulous. Fling it into the TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take that, enemy. I don't know. It was just... Yeah. And, I mean, the thing is, the reason people were excited is because at uh, last year's uh, conference, 
they yeah. showed that uh, trailer with all those third-party games, right? Yeah. And then this year, you'd expect them to expand on that, but really, they yeah. actually they actually showed like an even shorter list of third-party games than last year. And you know, the same games as well, like yeah. Aliens, Colonial Marines, Batman, Darksiders. Uh, yeah, Darksiders, Rayman. Oh god. I mean, they didn't really have much new and exciting, which is kind of worrying for the fact that they're going to release their console at the end of this year. But who knows? They might have more announcements to make before. Well, they have to, I guess. I mean, I, I do like the fact that they, they they've announced that you can have two controllers to work with the console now, because that was going to be one of the big things that only one gamepad worked with the con- with worked with the console, which it was met with resounding applause. Yeah. <laughs> That should just be standard for me. Yeah. Like that should have just—I don't know—it should just be normal procedure. But um, I don't know. I guess we might be going a little off topic here, but uh, yeah. the whole—the whole thing with—you know—you're always going to have then one guy that's doing something different. So you have four people jumping around with the nunchucks and all that stuff, but then you have one guy sitting in the chair doing something different. Like you know, in the case of Rayman. Yeah. You know, he's playing... You're not really having the same experience as everybody else. Yeah, people seem to enjoy it, though. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's cool. Like, asynchronous gameplay is a cool concept if they can pull it off and if they can integrate it into their big franchises. We'll see. To me, it kind of works the other way. It's kind of like, well, I want to do what everybody else is doing, you know? Like, Depends on what potential has. Yeah. I mean, they did announce their Xbox 360-style controller for the Wii U which kind of suggests that they're not getting as much support as they would want from devs to port games over to the Wii U and come up with extra functionality for their game. It's a lot to ask. It is, yeah. But I guess we'll see when uh, news breaks. Yeah. I don't know. Nintendo, I think think some of the disappointment is purely because people expected a lot from them this year. And they were just kind of average, really. Middling average. Uh, so we saw um, Hitman Absolution as well. Uh, previews live on the site. Uh, it wasn't playable. Wait, sorry, it was. Uh, we, well, because we saw two different demos. We saw one demo of a level, and we also played through another level. And uh, yeah, the previews on the site, it's different for sure from previous games, but uh, hopefully it can retain some of that uh, Hitman flavor in there as well. Uh, how is it different? How, how, how much different is it, really? Uh, well, it's a little more linear, and it's a little. That must be more mature. Oh, uh, no, not really. Well, you know, it killed a lot of sexy nuns. Yeah, that that got a bit of heat, though, didn't it? That's got a bit of flack. Really mature, really. It has, um, <laughs> just like Splinter Cell, it has one of those uh, rush forward, mark targets, and take them out at the same time mm-hmm. uh, yeah. mechanic. The devil, oh. I think. Yeah, That's so it has one. it has one of those, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Yeah. Do you know what? I, do you know? I remember first seeing that in. Um, sure, it must have been like Time Crisis Three or something, where um, time slowed down and you could mark people, and then it kind of really? shot them. Because I, because the, the on the console, I think the next time I remember seeing it was on. Um, must be a you know like Fallout Three was the first time I ever saw that you know pause and mark targets thing, unless there was something else. Yeah, I have no idea about. Uh, yeah, it's on. It's on uh, well, it's on Red Dead, isn't it? Red Dead. Yeah, yeah. So we saw Elder Scrolls Online as well, and that was yeah. obviously. Did you see gameplay of it? 
Uh, yeah, we did, yeah. We saw okay. kind of uh, alpha, I guess, gameplay of it. Yeah. Uh, it looks like an MMO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for better or for worse, it looks like an MMO. Uh, you know, with the animations and the lower resolution visuals and all that stuff. <laughs> and the attack and defense animations. It's You know it's an MMO just from looking at it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see what they do with it. Uh, I don't know if it has enough steam to sell just because it has uh, Elder Scrolls universe. Yeah, well, Elder Scrolls is kind of where it kind of became a massive like cultural thing because of Skyrim. I mean, I know it was big beforehand. Yeah, I mean this game has been developed for yeah. for many years apparently. So yeah. Uh, so we saw that. Uh, we have a preview for that as well. Uh, we saw Dishonored. Which is stealthy kill people shit. Steampunk biography, London town. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all Trumpets. of those. Earl Grey. All those. And it's kind of a bit of a cartoony uh, style, I guess, so the violence is kind of weird looking. Yeah, I think, I think it was quite cool. Again, it's another one of these Deus Ex types games where you can approach mm. the game in any kind of way you want. Um, I think it was really cool. Oh. Yeah, there's definitely some of that. I played through a level. Um, it wasn't... Is, is it linear? It's not linear. It is definitely, you know, you can go front door, or you can sneak in through the side level, but there wasn't, like, a whole bunch of different ways. Yeah. Is, just... is, is it fully open world? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's but, pretty... but it's it has a lot of uh, vertical gameplay. So yeah. it's it's open world, but that doesn't mean you have like 50 points of entry because there's only like a couple ways that you can keep going up, yeah, yeah into yeah. a warehouse or a building or whatever. So it's I don't know. We'll see. The uh, short range teleportation mechanic is kind of the way the main uh, way to sneak around. So okay. Oh, that's interesting. It's open world though. I didn't realize that. I thought it might be more linear. Well, no, like... sorry. It's open world within the missions. I mean, the game itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah um, the game itself is just a series of levels. Okay, alright, okay. Yeah. Uh, we saw Metal Gear Rising, which yeah, the uh, <laughs> bases this uh, you know, whole mechanics around the slicing. And I, I'm, I've played it, and I can say that it really does hold up, so I can probably carry this game. Uh, little side note, I had a fantastic bagel with cream cheese on the way out. Just thought I'd throw that in there. It was very nice. And some Starbucks coffee. Awesome. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> which it, means you got lost... Yeah, I got lost. Uh, Alex kind of went and sped to the Metal Gear Rising booth while I was stuck there eating a bagel, not knowing <laughs> where anyone was going. Uh, yeah, but it was a good interview, I think, even though we didn't have any, we weren't, didn't know it was going to be such a one-on-one with them. But um, yeah, because uh, we discussed, you know, how Platinum has affected it in a narrative way. Yeah. Because if you've played the Platinum games, they're thin on story and fat on action. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're interested in that. And it's going to be like stuff from the other games, like callbacks and history, but they said it's not essential that you need to know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was cool meeting some of the people. The, I think it was Inaba was the guy who took over from Kojima, who was a programmer and now is producer. Yeah. And the, he was uh, the creative producer as well, uh, the Coricado. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, th- I thought it was a cool interview. It was good to see the people behind it and um, Shane Kojima wasn't in the building maybe he was but sneaking about mm. uh, in stealth mode but uh, oh, yeah yeah cool I've got Kojima on <laughs> Kojima on Twitter and he only ever seems to post pictures of the food that he's eating yeah we, we saw that as well there was loads, loads of people taking pictures of food in, in, in the restaurant we were in <clears throat> we, felt, we felt a little bit left out 
because you were. You <laughs> took a picture of your awesome cream cheese burger. Yeah, I should have. He would and sent it to me. He would have loved that. He'd be like, "Yes, Peter son, more cream <laughs> cheese on that sector." <laughs> and like, "Yes, biscuit Jimmy Summer." Uh, we also saw uh, Spider-Man, which is uh, it's actually looking quite good. I have yeah. to say, for a for a game that's set to release alongside the movie, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be hopefully a good game for once. Is it based on the movie? It's no, like... they, they they basically took their own story. It happens okay. after the movie, so yeah, <clears throat> they had that creative freedom to do whatever and throw in villains and all that stuff. So. Cool. Um, yeah, it looks quite good with the free roaming mechanic, the the web something time. Web slinging, I don't know. Web slinging. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a web mechanic basically that you travel around really fast and it's dynamic, yeah. so you bounce off surfaces and all like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it should be should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, swung by the EA Sports area, saw <laughs> FIFA 13. Uh, looking good as always. I uh, didn't get to play it because the lineup was kind of ridiculous. Does it look much different than FIFA 12? Uh, no, it doesn't look much different, but it, it certainly it feels w- like it's going to play different. It was um, the thing as well, wasn't it? Um, in the conferences, they were talking about which Pereira has as well the dynamic first touch and uh, using you can use Connect with it, but I'm not yeah. too bothered about that. Yeah. Did, didn't they integrate uh, full physics into the um, like full physical contacts? Yeah, that was that was yeah. last year, and they're going to improve on that yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as well. Uh, saw NHL 13 as well, and that's I guess for the Canadian peoples out there. Yep, just for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking, uh, looking alright as well. The alpha version, so it was a little rough around the edges, but uh, some of the basically the new skating mechanic that they added this year is working quite good. And uh, so you know, all players don't behave the same way anymore. You have to really count for momentum and uh, physics and all that stuff, so it should be interesting. Pro Evo Soccer 2013, and that was also kind of like an interview with uh, mm-hmm. a couple of the designers there. And E3 was being torn apart while we were <laughs> having the interview, because it, it went over time, over schedule. We, we heard the walls coming down, but we yeah, didn't know. <laughs> yeah, good interview. Cool. And then uh, Pete saw Sleeping Dogs and played... Yeah. Yeah, there's a preview going up. Um, I just said it It takes a lot of mechanics from other games, like free running, counter systems, you know, slow motion, all that stuff. But I will say the best moment I had there, which I said in the preview, was when I went into the street, started beating up a load of the people, um, stole somebody's shopping bag, started wasting loads of people with that. And then I grabbed this woman, right? And I pulled it. It must have been over like a few dozen feet. I kept running with her. And then I like, threw her over a ledge. And that was probably the most one of the most fun experiences I had there in in a game. <laughs> it uh, it definitely had some of the interesting. Uh, Saints, it's delightful. Saints Row mechanics in there. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, <laughs> Saints yeah. Row. Is the um, combat kind of? I've heard the combat's kind of uh, Arkham City esque, Batman esque. Uh, well, no, I wouldn't go that far. It's basically you've got punch and you've got counter and you can grab. Um, and you just do directions to which way you want to punch, and it flows together all right, and you can counter, but it's dynamic counter, so depending on what they hit you with, you know, weapon, foot, leg, yeah. um, you, know, you know, fist or whatever. Actually, yeah. uh, something like that came up for Spider-Man. Spider-Man um, is yeah. a little more like Batman combat-wise. The contextual stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is not a bad thing, I don't think. I think it's yeah. uh, cool. 
Uh, yeah, and we saw Dead or Alive. Well, I played Dead or Alive 5, and I played Tekken Tag 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, did excellently. I think I lost one game in the beginning and then remained unbeaten for the rest of my internment at E3. <laughs> so just, just well, throwing that out there. Throwing out there for a challenge. Yes, if anybody What was Dead or Alive uh, 5 like? Any, any interesting changes from the past games? You've got more dynamic uh, environments, like they call it 3D. Basically, you can punch people into different sections and they'll do a move like a pile driver or a, a grab down to the next level. You know, missiles will go off when you punch them into a certain place. It's yeah. more of the same, really. I think because yeah, it's some, been some of the old Dead or Alive games did some of that, didn't they? Like stage yeah. just halfway through. Did you did you see that uh, the other fighting game uh, Injustice uh, was it called Gods and Mothers or something I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it was there. We didn't see it. I don't think. Wait, which one was that? Sorry. It's the um, it's uh, the superhero one. Uh, Injustice, Gods Among Men, or something. Yeah, something. Oh right. Like yeah, they had a booth, but we didn't go. Uh, yeah, it has some. That has some interesting um, stage things where lots of the moves take you outside of the stage. I mean, like, I think Superman's got a super move where he punches the other player up into the stratosphere. And then makes time go backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flies around the planet, lots of <laughs> And, like, yeah, the, like, the Flash has a move where he literally runs around the entire planet and then <laughs> punches you in the face. <laughs> Wind up. Punch. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We can talk about things that weren't there, like <laughs> the five and Last Guardian. As what I is Last Guardian? Sorry, I'm a bit ignorant. Uh, you ever played Shadow of the Colossus or Ico? Yes, 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 yes. All right, next one of that. Yeah, it's the the same team. It's their uh, next game. Um, the lead guy is called uh, Futumu. I can never say his name. I think it's Futumu Ueda. The game's kind of been in development for what? It must be, oh God, it's like six years now, five years probably. And it's just ridiculous. It's been shown at the last two E3s, I think, but it's gone, it's, the development's gone into a bit of turmoil by the sounds of it because um, he's the, the lead guy, Fatumu, has been having a bit of trouble working at Sony and he left Sony and he's now fi- finishing the game up as a contractor. Right. And nobody's heard anything about the game in a long time and people maybe thought maybe they'd talk about it here, show something just to let everyone know that it's still on track it's still being developed and it will still be out but no, complete no-show so it's quite worrying That's true uh, yeah. well, And with Grand Theft Auto V uh, never though, it was never it was, it was never going to be there No, you kind of expected that cause Yeah. Rockstar. Yeah. Half-Life 3? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, Valve wasn't really there in capacity either. They had uh, a Counter Strike a bit, didn't they? But yeah, they had yeah. Counter Strike a couple demos, but that's about it. No yeah. Ricochet two. Oh, no, I've actually heard rumors that um, <laughs> they'll be they're gonna make a um, oh god, what's it called? A Left for Dead three before Half Life three. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit ridiculous. Well, uh, yeah, no, no. Um, no Beyond Good and Evil 2 either, which I was disappointed about because I love that project. Mm. Well, uh, they're saving it might be next gen now. Yeah, which I'm cool with as long as yeah. it's a brick and it comes out eventually. Yeah. And it's not a Duke Nukem. Yeah, I was going to say we don't want another them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Half Life 3, um, I really don't think they're going to make it on this generation of technology. I think they're waiting for the next generation so they can do something incredible. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, because it's valid. <laughs> Convince ourselves. 
Well, like we never it's ridiculous that we never heard about episode 3 they said they were going to have 3 pieces of episodic content and they only did episode 1 and 2 and they've never said anything about episode 3 it's pretty strange cool well sounds like a funny 3 yeah it was but let's judge the uh, press conferences I guess yeah um, go in uh, I guess backwards order worst to best so the choices are Microsoft, yeah. Sony, EA, Nintendo, and Ubisoft. Yeah, so, I, I, I personally would go uh, Nintendo worst. Um, oh shit, I had a picture. Nintendo worst, then EA, then uh, Microsoft, and then Sony, and then Ubisoft. Ubisoft are the best press conference, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. The same exact list for you? Yeah, yeah, that's... Oh, you're not opinion. fun. You're not what fun. That? <laughs> Our opinions aligned. Yeah. Different for the sake of being different. Yeah. Um, well, I think we'll agree that uh, Nintendo had kind of the weakest showing. Yeah. Uh, I would say Nintendo, and then next up was Microsoft. Yeah. And then EA, and then... Ubisoft, and I think Sony actually had the strongest one. What? I I just man, I just think they know what they're doing with their games, and you know. Yeah, they do have some cool exclusives. Like they do have some original exclusives that are yeah. slightly different and interesting. You know, yes, Ubisoft has you know the new Splinter Cell, but I'm kind of worried of where they're taking the series. And they do have Watch Dogs, but I think we saw too little of it to really make a solid opinion. So I'm, mm. I'm kind of going with Sony as my best one. You're rock. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Cool. E3 2012. Wrap right. it up. We're on to the uh, question of the episode. Best of E3 2012. Yes, we can do that. Do you, uh, you like oh, top three things of E3 2012? Sure. Why don't you start? <laughs> oh, shit, I don't have a list. Um, <laughs> um, best rings. Um, if I was going to do top three, I would say the announcement of Pikmin, because uh, I really like the old Pikmin games, and it's been ten years since the last one, <laughs> so I, I, I'm quite interested in um, checking out the next Pikmin. I think it was cool. It's nice to see it in HD as well. Probably the Assassin's Creed stuff, just seeing loads of gameplay for Assassin's Creed, loads of interesting gameplay, because I was kind of burnt out on the on the previous two uh, games, the extensions of Assassin's Creed 2. They kind of dragged on a little bit too much, and he was getting a bit tired, but I think it's a great franchise, and I think they're taking it in some interesting directions for this new one, for number three. Best day of E3 2012... Probably The Last of Us, actually. I, I know they didn't yeah. show that much, but I'm just really looking forward to that game. I think it's going to be great. I just love the the direction they're taking it in and kind of like the tone and the setting and the whole dynamic between the father and the daughter. Which is not father and daughter, I don't think. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, man and uh, girl. <laughs> man, man and female child. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think, I think it looks like a brilliant game. I think Naughty Dog, uh, great studio. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I would say uh, The Last of Us, because I really like Naughty Dog as a studio. Um, uh, I'd say playing the fighting games, especially Dead or Alive, it's been so long since I've played it. And final on um, 
I think what was amusing uh, was um, the in Microsoft's corner where they had the dancers and they had people dancing for around as long as the show was open and I think it gives a haunting perspective into our new totalitarian leadership where we will be on command to dance for hours for our leaders in <laughs> hopes of placating them for things like bread and water. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Right on. Alex? Um, I would say that uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted looks awesome to me, and I play it and play as well. Uh, it's kind of hard, actually. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it looked good, but uh, nothing really stands out as you know the next iteration of something amazing. Oh, actually, one of one of mine would be something we haven't talked about, which is um, a couple of the tech demos that we saw for next generation graphics technology, like Unreal Engine Four and oh uh, yeah yeah, and the uh, Square Enix one for the the Final Fantasy what was it called Agnes something. Agnes Philosophy. Agnes. Yeah. Sounds like my grandma's name. Name of an old lady. Uh, they, they talked about it as a Final Fantasy game, but then they said it is just a technical demonstration and this isn't the actual game. But they oh, said that would what it, that is what it would be like within the Final Fantasy uh, franchise. And it looked really cool, like really, really impressive graphics. Um, yeah, Unreal Engine 4 stuff looked cool. Um, we saw a few games, obviously, like... Um, Watchdogs that some like obviously made some people think that they're running on next gen tech because and they were Star Wars as well. Graphic, yeah, Star Wars thirteen thirteen as well. Yeah, I was gonna mention that. Yeah, the, the few glimpses that we got into the next generation was probably one of the highlights for me actually. Yeah. So now that you've totally undone your question answers. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Everything. Well, <back. laughs> um, for me, I will just say, uh, you should most wanted. And uh, beyond, I'll try to pretend Ellen Page isn't there. And um, <laughs> I, I have to admit, I was quite entertained by the two music acts from Ubisoft <laughs> and Usher. I was entertained, man. I think it was it was it. It's what makes C three memorable, right? I, I mean, can see you clapping along. So yeah, I don't know. I was entertained. That's why it's my Ooh. most memorable memorable thing. E3 2012. Yep. Signing off, not from a bunker, because we were just in LA. Now from the chilled and cosmopolitan, some might say weird, landscape of Los Angeles. There's nothing cool. weird about it, it's just a little hilly. Lots of mountains. Have you heard the rumors that it's not going to be in LA next year? Oh. What? Where, where else could it be? Uh, it's going to be in, uh, I don't know, Cumbria, England. Uh, <laughs> No, no, I've no idea. I've just heard, uh, I've just heard rumors that uh, that it's gotten moved somewhere else. Hmm. No, not sure if you can move it. I don't know. I don't know really. I think there's something about the con- like half of the convention centers getting demolished or something. I don't know. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Jeez. Thanks for tuning in to New Game Netcast episode six for Sunday, June tenth, twenty twelve. And as always, please remember to visit www.newgamenetwork.com for the latest and greatest video game news and reviews.